great future. We're talking real money. I'm not quite dead. I'm you sound happy. like you're, you may be happy, but <laughs> and name that film. Wow. No, come on. Yeah, you know the film. The Grail. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, yeah. Yes. One of the best movies ever made on a... I think it was. Unlike a $12 budget. I know. I, I think the, the castle they rented for the weekend yeah. whatever cost like four bucks or something. Yeah, anyway. It's called Talking Real Cheapness. 855-TALKING. Yeah. 855-935-TALK is our number. <laughs> We're talking real money. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm not quite dead, but on the brink. Could be any yeah, moment. you're... Could be any moment. And you're getting tested tested tomorrow, you said. I, right? I decided on a Sunday. that given the fact that I've had two shots, yeah. um, that this could just be, could be, I was one of those unlucky people who caught the mild COVID because it is in my chest. So I thought it would be wise to go down to the CVS pharmacy down the street to the little minute clinic where they do the rapid COVID Okay, so what tests. are you going to do if it's positive? And I'm just going to stay locked in the house for two weeks. You're going to stay locked in anyway. No, because, like, for example, today I was going to go visit my granddaughter again. And oh, my daughter, okay. but I'm not okay. going to do that. Because, because you can't find your I'm way to sure. the car. No, Let me give I the phone number. Way. You give, I gave the phone number. <laughs> Eight, let me do it again All so right. it sounds Better. correct. 855-935-TALK. Talk. Oh, I am so proud of you. Thank you. You actually gave well. out the number as letters, which is one of your pet peeves. It really is, because I think people, it's hard to understand. All right, let's talk about something exp really important right now. Really? Where are you going to live? Can't we keep Not talking you. about unimportant things? Yeah, please? let's talk about something important. Let's talk about where you're going to live. And I already know where you You have like four I, I homes have, or something. I have three, two. You say yeah. it's three. It's well, two. three. I, you have the silver bullet. That's, That's a, a trailer. It's located somewhere you could live it's in. in a it. It's a storage unit. I really couldn't yeah, well, don't live, live in it. it the there. batteries are dead, I'm sure. I just saw that movie last weekend. Listen. Which movie? If you're thinking of... No man land or whatever. No oh, Nomad land. land. Yeah. They, yeah, they, was, they lived wow. in vans. This trailer is like, yeah. this is living in luxury compared to them. All right. Yeah. Cause it was not, that was not luxury. It was kind of cold and the restroom facilities were less than, uh, how do you put it? Uh, yeah. Class A. This, this one, this anyway. one has its own very nice porcelain toilet and a shower oh, and, yeah. Good. Not good. A well, bucket. if you're, th if you're, th yeah, that was not pleasant. If you're thinking of buying or selling, Right now, this yeah. is a difficult time. I mean, even okay, even if you're selling, because what you're going to end up doing is making a deal and then finding out a week later that Zillow says it's worth fifty thousand more, whatever, whatever. Oh, come on, I don't care. I would just sell it right uh, now. If my wife, if I just my read wife about a guy last me, week. I would sell it today. Well, bring her in. We'll talk to her right now okay. on the show. Uh, here's the thing: if you're thinking of buying, yeah. this is a fascinating number. There's thirty percent less inventory nationwide right now than there was a year ago. Thirty percent. That's pretty dramatic. Wow. And that's leading to all these bidding wars. That's leading to all the nonsense. Uh, I think crazy price increases, but you know, price increase. But I, let's go back to the basics, shall we? When it comes to buying real estate, first okay. of all, buy it for the right reason, which is I want to live there. Yeah, it's a, a lifestyle choice. 
Sure, I look at homes all the time because I love looking at them because uh, I get them in magazines and stuff. You know, I'd love to live on Lake Washington in places where they don't even let me visit anymore, less, more or less than live there because I don't have anywhere near the money. Uh, so I see they don't let you pools, have in Madrona think, or any, any place like that anymore? Medina. 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 My old hometown isn't even – they, they, they got me locked you out. You lived in Medina? Yeah, let's not. Let's just leave that as it is for the moment. It's not a place that I bought. Something my dad bought a long time ago. But if you're thinking of buying, I personally think you should wait. Oh no, 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 no! My house is going on the market soon. I swear. Okay. So well, unless it's buying Don's house, don't wait. I am. You know. And here's another funny. thing to it's think funny. of. I'm looking at Zillow right now in my neighborhood. And yeah. In my neighborhood, there are a grand total of. Four houses for sale. Now, this is a pretty relatively middle class neighborhood. There's one of them that is it's just a, a tract house that somebody's asking two point seven million for. Probably get it. No, I just think. Um, but let's. Just, I mean, so if you're buying, please do not set up the payment, the 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 mortgage, the interest, the taxes, insurance, all that. That is more than I would say. I don't know what your argument is, Don. I'd say more than 40% of your gross pay. I see it all the time where people do more because they think I'll leverage up and I'm going to get rich. That's not why you should buy a home. Um, Oh, yeah. This is just a very difficult time. We'll talk about some mistakes in terms of selling, too, in a minute. Yeah, from these prices, you think you're going to get rich? I think it could be a while. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Let's talk about your money, your life, your real estate before you get into trouble. Call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And we're talking real real estate which is a really expensive proposition for most people in America right now because real estate prices have, for some reason, and I, I got to tell you, I really have a difficult time understanding the uh, the reason. I'm usually pretty, what, good. I'm really? pretty good about no. it. Yeah, what's the reason? Interest rates are, interest rates interest are, rates low. are low. Inventory inventory is down Why dramatically. Why is inventory down dramatically? Well, that's a whole other topic. People just decided topic. to stay in their homes. Well, but nope, that's a that's psychology. You're not that you're not talking. But you know, I'm, what, here's what I'm telling you though is that when you have weirdness like this, where people are not taking advantage of this high demand that is pushing prices to ridiculous levels, you know that that dam is going to eventually break. Because once again, real estate is one of these things that, in and of itself does not become more valuable is purely a supply and demand driven asset psychology psychology is saying. all that drives it's it. it's the spacs it's the bitcoin it's all the stuff that's gone straight up that right it is different than down. the stock market you were the it's one who said if you were if, if you could you would you would sell now yep rent. put the money in some something and then buy again in two years rent for two years and then buy yep, i would 
because I know, you're expecting I know that's market that's timing. That's a timing. It is I know timing. it's market yes, timing, it's but but you see, it's with the stock market. I think market timing is foolish because the stock market is an asset that has proven to grow dramatically over time if you just give it the time. Whereas the home market, we have a hundred plus years of data that shows that real estate prices in aggregate in America have not grown at much more than the rate of inflation. Uh, a little over a little, about one percent a year. One percent. That's inflation. only a little. When you have stocks yeah. that that have returned five and six percent over inflation. Yeah, about six. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, but I I can't see the stocks every day. I can go out and touch the soil I own every day. And that's a thing. That's but that's psychology too. <laughs> I know. I love that one. Yeah. No. I mean, so, but here's here the other side of the equation: are people selling stuff? Or not selling stuff or trying to figure out what to do with all the money they've made and they want to find a vehicle that is going to save them from paying taxes. Uh, because this has come up a couple of times in the last week or so. Delaware statutory oh trust. Oh my God. DST. Because that will allow you like a 1031 type exchange to move the money from one piece of real estate, in this case to a security that holds another group of, of, uh, of, of real estate. They manage it for you. They charge you for all that. And the idea here is you don't have to pay the tax on it. You still get the income. I, I just, it, you sent me a piece on the numbers the other day in terms of what it actually costs to do this, which is outrageous. Yeah. The, really outrageous. The costs are, are huge. And that's one of the things that people, well, most investors don't even, for some reason, they don't seem to care much well, because about I'm making costs. well because I'm if oh, I'm the manager, claim, I say you're making so much money that it won't matter yeah, what you're paying. Well, th- but the claims are one thing; the reality is another. As a matter of fact, that same report I sent you with all of these fees were commissions, oh. commissions, and offering expenses ran like eighteen percent, and then ongoing uh, management and 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 it, other costs along the way could run three or four percent. And they were netting on average five, but some yeah, of the somebody people heard selling eight them the other are. Day. I'm uh, making pe- eight. Yeah, people selling easy, no, easy eight, yeah, easy eight. Go online and look it up. The 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 pitches, all the ads, are saying eight. Oh, but by the way, if there's if it's an easy eight, and well, pardon me, if it has been an easy eight for any period of time, there literally would be no stock market. Right. I'm not, I wouldn't invest in stocks because I take my easy eight because in, to get 8% a year in stocks is not easy. You got to ride up and down. You got to, there's horrible times. It's just and no way. There so are, I don't believe there it. are no investments that can return 8% plus another three or 4% in fees and expenses after subtracting. 15 to 20% in upfront costs. There's just no such thing. And the people who sell these things are just bald faced liars. You know, sometimes they might work and sometimes they won't work. Well, there's a lack of liquidity too, right? You put the money in, it's somebody else's money. You have, there's a, a part of control. When you invest money in mutual funds, it's still your money. You can get it out and do what you like, right? So you, you give up liquidity, you give up control. As you said, the cost is, that sheet was just astounding to me, all the different things they got to pay 
to be and in that, these by things. the way, Crazy. those numbers were the averages over the DST yeah. industry in 2017, uh, according to a study. Now, the other thing that people forget when it comes to these kinds of products is that they are basically unregulated. There is no regulation because if you ever hear this, oh, well, this is an investment that's only for qualified special investors like you. When they say it's an investment for only qualified investors, that means that it is so risky that they will not allow small investors to get into the darn thing because they're the SEC is concerned that small investors will not have the wherewithal to do the due diligence necessary to determine the risk. And the fact of the matter is, even people with a million dollars in assets these days aren't high rollers. They're average no. people, and they don't have the ability to vet these properly. And it makes me angry that they're being sold. DST, Opportunity Zones, and then what was the other one we just oh, saw? Oh, the, the, the Conservation Easement The funds. Land Easement Fund, which uh, has raised the <laughs> eyebrows of regulators after the investor were promised uh, good returns. They were promised tax-free, and then it turned out they had a big tax bill and they lost their money, <laughs> which is kind of the other end of the spectrum here. So. But this is the – okay, let me just give you a rule. Let me give you a rule. The less you understand it – the less perfectly clear it is to you. If you can't fully understand it based on a single paragraph explanation, then it should be avoided at all costs. Period. I think, I think that's a good, a simplicity. I think that's a good rule. We know, by the way, because we have told you use index or index like funds. Some of those index like funds can be kind of confusing they do a lot of stuff inside them where it's like i don't know that i could explain that easily to someone i i agree with you i think it should be simple 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 inexpensive and always be able to get your money this is another one i think people overlook it's like ah, oh, you can't get opportunities only 10 years you gotta wait to get your right. money back well but that's you know that's time. the other thing about real estate if you have a lot of money tied up in your home for example that is money that can be highly illiquid. Let's say in this environment, you're looking at equity in your house of half a million dollars. How long? That's in this market. What happens if this market softens? Now what? Now what's your liquidity? You two, you're up half a million today. You may be two hundred fifty thousand two years from now. And that's another reason, by the way, in this very low interest environment, I don't think for most people closing in on retirement that it makes sense to pay off your mortgage. Stay liquid, keep the money there so that you can use it to pay expenses, still pay your mortgage at, at regularly at 3% or whatever it is. That makes sense to me. But to pay it off at that rate does not. And, and a lot of people will think that they can borrow it out, but who knows what rates will be in the future. And the other thing is that revert the reverse mortgages, folks, those are expensive. They really are. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And I want to apologize for not being on the top of my game today. I'm No, you're way under it. You're like 70%, 72% maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm under. Yeah. I'm under. Uh, but the good news is I what? am here consistently at 101. 
bang, that always happens. No, you're not. So you got that to look forward to. No, you're not. You're no, gonna... you're not. What do you mean? No, you're Wait, not. No, like who, who's doing all the podcasts next week? No, no, I don't. Have no, you're not here. You're, I'm gonna, here. It's you're not going to be here week, on, the here. week after. Okay, who, who's going to yeah. be doing 101 percent of the podcast? About right now, right I'm now. I'm talking about month. ongoing. You think you're? Oh, look, he's got a tickle. He <laughs> caught COVID over the internet. <laughs> I told you I should have worn my mask, man. Eight five five nine three five talk. Call us. We're talking. That was a real cough, we're talking about money. That right? You <laughs> caught COVID over the internet, Jim. You're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Jim. Hey. Good, good, good afternoon and a beautiful day, too. Say, three Indeed. thoughts and just comment on anything, any, any of them you want. First, you know, with a, a risk allocation, I mean, you guys are right, and it's so simple that indexing is completely the only way that 99% of us should go, or only the 1% geniuses should pick stock. Um, the guy's a lot smarter than all the rest of us. But it isn't one thought the reason, especially as you get closer to retirement, that you should not be in all equities is because of the simple biological and economic truth that trees do not go, grow to the sky. Eventually, every bull market will retreat. May, um, may I comment first, on that? May, let, me, let me comment on that one first. Let me just throw out a quick comment on that one. Tree, a tree analogy is not particularly good because the stock market can continue to grow as long as the economy grows. And there has never been an extended period of time over which the global economy has failed to grow. And, and by the way, that includes the worst period for the global economy in history, which was World War II. It was not the dark ages, by the way, that uh, economies in India and China were booming. So if you're globally diversified, uh, you can have markets that go down and others pick up the slack. So yeah, we don't believe everybody should have 100% in equities, but we do believe that equities are always a part of a portfolio and that you've just got to invest for your ability to stand those short periods when the market goes down. Go ahead with your second one. Okay, the second thought is, now this I think is really dangerous, quote unquote, self-directed IRAs. You guys want to talk about self-directed IRAs? Well, like getting together. Yeah, I'll talk about those, Jim. I don't, I don't like them. Because uh, first of all, any IRA is the Wild West, right? You could buy almost anything with an individual retirement account. You start getting into self-directed IRAs, you really there, there's potential for fraud, very high expenses. It, it, it's not a direction that I would go. And again, it always is. Why do I need to? Do I need to do something in my IRA that I can make more money than just simple index funds? I haven't found that yet. What's number three? Number three, y'all mentioned Bernie Madoff. Um, he was national, international, whatever. Aren't there, haven't there been some people you could actually, who, who literally have gone behind bars? Can you give us a few names of local people who have fleeced people in our own state? Just as well, there's the gal in Kirkland. Oh, there's the gal in Kirkland. Yeah, a few years ago. There's, there's others. I mean, you don't hear about them generally because they're smaller. Mm-hmm. And But let's talk about the ways to protect yourself from that. First of all, never give up custody of your money. Your money should be held at a large custodian, large, because sometimes you can't put it in a very small brokerage. The brokerage can go out of business and they don't have the insurance to cover it. 
I would only use a Schwab or Vanguard, a very large custodian. Number two, again, this gets back to your expectations. People that were wise about Bernie, they knew after a very few years that nobody makes one and a half percent a month every single month. They knew there had to be fraud involved. I don't care what they say. That there, there is no strategy and Bernie had some, I forget the option strategy. There wasn't, there isn't one that will consistently provide that return. So you as the, the person who had the money to start with, you got to have, be, be a little bit wiser about that. But the, the easy one is custodianship. Bernie custodian the money. He took your money in and he bought the place in France and yachts, et cetera, et cetera. So that one's a no brainer to me. And by the way, the biggest Ponzi scheme in the Seattle metro area was in 2017. By a guy named Darren Berg at the Meridian yeah, Group. Yeah, he's, he's, he stole he's been on American Greed. About $120 yeah. million. Dollars. But there have been He's still on the lamb, by the way. That's he right. broke he out ran. of prison. He's still gone. Yeah, he's still out. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And folks, I uh, uh, fraud. It's so easy not to be defrauded. It really is easy to avoid being defrauded. Be skeptical of anything anybody tells you that involves money, period. Whether it's somebody that uh, you, you call on the uh, because you, you got something on your computer on the Internet and you call them up and there's some guy in India saying, yes, for $400, we will you know clean your vibe. No, yep. no. Just say no. If you have a problem, if you think you have a problem with your computer, call the manufacturer, the people who sold it, a tech company close by. If you think you are uh, be, being given a wonderful opportunity to make more money than anybody else in a particular investment, well, you need to call somebody like us at 855-935-TALK. Really, if, if you do that, if you were to call somebody like us before or, you know, your your local district attorney or your state's attorney general's office or your consumer protection office or whatever it might be, before you get involved in these things, you will find you're not as easy a mark anymore. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. Brenda, thanks for calling. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brenda. Hi. Um, hey, I'm a federal employee, and my my um, investment in the TSP, and I have less than two years before I retire, and I was just wondering where you thought I should be at. How soon until you're going to yeah. start using the money from your your thrift savings plan? Well, I don't want to um, take Social Security until I'm 67. We are... Um, we almost have enough with my husband's income. He's retired and um, has a pension. So we almost have enough income with his if we went 80% of our spending currently. So um, I wouldn't have to be taking a lot out of it, but um, I'll only be 62 when I retire. 
Okay, so it's got to last a long time. You're relatively young, and you may need to pull a little bit back. So you need something with some balance to it, some growth, some stability, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but right? if you're getting that close, you may want to lean more toward the stability side yeah. than the right. scarier and we growth We don't side. know you. We don't know your emotional makeup. So here's yeah, there's my a emotional very simple. Makeup, I'll tell you, I've yeah. been in the G fund like the whole entire time. Ah, <laughs> now <laughs> we know. And then, and then I started listening okay. to you guys a little while ago, and I was mm. like, oh gosh, I am just getting nothing, and now it's just even lower in the G fund. So I went up to the income fund with for sixty uh, percent of it. And keeping forty percent in the G fund, but so that, you're sixty percent um, in the F fund and forty percent in G. Sixty in F and uh, forty in G. Is that what no, you are now? No, no income fund. I think it's I fund. Oh, now the I fund's the international fund. That's oh, not income. Well, no, I'm not in international. I'm in the the. I thought it was income fund. I, yeah, there's an intermediate there's, two bond there's an intermediate bond fund that's the F fund yep. and then the uh, shorter term bond fund which is the G fund. Um those are the only two bond only funds two we're aware of. of at the Thrift Savings Plan. You could I got to go you, back and look Brenda, something else. Brenda, one of the problems help. is yeah, one of the problems <laughs> no, I don't is mean it like that. If you if you have all of your money in fixed income. Uh yeah, the intermediate fund makes a little bit more than the G fund, but you're still not making anything on your money. So therefore, you're really going to be spending down your principal. That's one of the most important reasons to have equities in a portfolio is so that you have, most of the time, a growth component to your portfolio. But it so sounds like here's it's what scary. I would do. It yeah. sounds like it's scary. If you're willing, that. yeah, I agree. I would, I would at least have a 100% fee-only fiduciary look at your situation. That's one. Number two, I would take the risk quiz. It's free. You can get it at Talking yeah. Real Money or yeah. Vestry to get a number. Number four, if you indeed decided to put something in stocks, I would then divide it properly between U.S. large, U.S. small, and international. We we have those. Which it's is, all up at our website, Talking Real Money. Which is the C fund, the S fund, yeah. and the I fund. And uh, you, cause you're gonna need some growth long term. So go take that risk quiz and then, uh, let's, let's talk about where you might want to go. Cause right now, what you have is way too conservative for you probably to live comfortably. At 62? Yeah. Yes, way yeah. too much. You gotta have some growth in there. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And, uh, Ellie, you're next. Welcome to the show. Yes, hi, thank you. I just hi, Ellie. What's up? So these are really, really quick questions. The first one is, in every single employer I ever had, I apparently did not set up the 401k because I thought that it just automatically was set up after, you know, the 30 or 60 or 90 days. Just like, I, I you know, I just thought it was like how your Social Security Set up and follow yeah. you. We, we wish 401ks were automatic. Boy, it would be great if they were, but they're not. Can you let me? So, my question is Is there any way to recover that retroactively at all with the employer? No. If you didn't contribute, then, I mean, go back and try to get what they, they, they provide match. matched? I mean, they're not. I'm sure I'm they're not, not going to provide I'm a match if person that's ever had this happen. So I just thought maybe there was some kind of recourse. 
for it. Well, okay, I want to make sure I'm understanding your question. So maybe they were they were putting they were making a match of some kind. Every program is different. Some require you to put money in. Right. Some will automatically put a match in. So what you're saying is there was a there was a employer amount being put in without you putting anything in. Well, I don't know. I don't, no, it doesn't sound I like guess it. Not. I guess. Um, have you, uh, Ellie? Have you been to your company? Have you talked to your employer about this? Yeah, I've called all of them, and they said, "Oh, you didn't have one. You didn't have a four hundred one k." Right. <laughs> yeah, then I then then it that, that automatically it is set up. It nope. should be, Brenda. I, I really, I, I'm with you, Ellie. I, Ellie. I think it should automatically be set up, but the law currently doesn't provide for that. It is a voluntary 401k, and therefore you actually have to make the Enroll. choice in writing yep. Uh, yep. to set this up. And if you don't do it, the only you, you can only go back. In some plans, you can go back to the beginning of the the year. And, and you may have some catch up provisions or something where you can, you can go back, get in and catch up, but not going back past a year. And well, the other thing you could do is you could maybe put some money in a Roth IRA and get your retirement. She had another question. Yeah. Go ahead with the other question. I think I've been trying to say something is that, and this is mainly for all the other listeners. When you first start a job, they give you paperwork on that paperwork. You write down, hey, here's what I want to contribute to my 401k. You put it there. You sign it. You do all of that. That is why I thought it was all in place. Every employer has always done that. So that is why I understand why it wasn't there. All of my deposits for my paychecks are always, you know, done online. So you never really see your actual pay stub unless you go sign in on their you know, sign in online and look at it there. So I always just kind of took it for granted. That's how, you know what I mean? That's why I mistakenly thought it was there. Uh, And um, we don't know without looking at all that. And part two is you would be getting an annual statement from your retirement plan, too, as well, saying, here's how much you saved. Here's what we matched if they matched. And here's what the portfolio gained or lost during that time. That's the end of Ellie. Did we lose her? Oh, yeah. I think we did. And and, and it's for the best. No, I, no offense. I mean, yes. along I mean, the way, on. these were previous employers, she said. Along yeah, the way, but, you've got to check and say, hey, am I, is anything in there? Is it invested? Because, and she said, well, in today's world, you have to go online and get that. Yeah, that's true. But previous employers would have sent you a statement every year that said, here's how, again, here's how much you put in. Here's how much we put in. Here's what, if it grew or it went down, that but, you would get. Okay, while I would love to see some sort of a program where 401k participation well, there's more was of that automatic. Now, right? It's coming in more and more. California, yeah. Oregon, yeah. Illinois but, have automatic but The fact of the matter is, I, I hate to say this because I'm I'm not a, a crazed right wing person, but Slightly there is a thing. Crazed. There's a there's a thing called personal responsibility. Well, yeah, okay. Given you no, know, really. Uh, all right, but you let's go, go back. That's yeah. the one piece of advice Ask we can the give question. you if you're if you're starting any job, you're starting your life, yes, you should sign the forms. You should get going. Get the money invested from day one. No question. I agree. <laughs>
Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I guess what all this points out is that managing money is hard. It, it really it sounds is. more difficult. Yeah. I mean, it, and if you're within two years of retirement and you haven't had anyone look at your portfolio and you don't know how it's invested uh-huh. and it's all in bonds and it needs to last for 30 years, you need to go get someone to look at it to at least say, here's an idea. You got to have something in stocks. I mean, you just have, these are things you have to know. I'd say anytime, especially after. <laughs> Age 50, Don. Yeah, and that is one of the biggest reasons. And I know this is going to sound like a sales pitch. It kind of is, but it really isn't. It's one of the reasons why you need to sit down with a real live fiduciary advisor. Good luck finding one who will actually meet with you for free and not hit you with a sales pitch. That's why we do it. We won't give you a sales pitch, but we will meet with you and try to help you figure this stuff out. You don't have to become a client. Just go to Vestory.com. Seriously, set up an appointment at Vestory.com. No cost, no obligation, no sales pitch. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? <laughs>